welcome to Grace Family Church. We are so glad you decided to check out our podcast. Our prayer is that this teaching from Pastor Tommy will encourage your faith and lead you towards the greatness God has planned for you. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoy this message. Amen. Well, y'all can be seated for a moment. Um, I'm going to ask Shannon to just keep playing in the background. We're going to do something a little different tonight. I just want to read a verse of scripture to you. And then uh, we'll pray, and then I'm going to share a few thoughts, and then we'll go pray some more. Um, it's just something the Lord laid on my heart for tonight. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. And then this last verse, brethren, pray for us. Uh, let's pray before we get started. Father, just commit this service to you. We are here just to worship you and be led by your spirit. And so I just ask you to lead us and guide us, those that are here tonight, uh, into exactly what it is you wanted to accomplish this evening. I just believe that every opportunity to come before you is a divine moment and a divine appointment. So I thank you for that. Uh, and I thank you for just using us as we yield to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, as I was preparing to teach, matter of fact, last night I sent out to uh, Kyle and the team um, the notes for uh, tonight that I'm not going to teach, um, but as I was just sort of uh, praying this afternoon, I just felt the Lord leading me to take a different route, and I felt tonight, um, considering that this is really the last Wednesday evening of the year, it'd be appropriate to pray for the church for the coming year and to pray for me uh, in the coming year as your pastor. Um, I'm going to be a little selfish tonight. Um, and, so, um, as, and so in considering this, my heart was really drawn to a prayer Solomon prayed at the outset of his reign as king. And, and so I'd like to take a little time to just expound on that verse and then spend a few moments um, sharing a couple other scriptures and then, uh, and then uh, for each of us to really just find a place of prayer for a few minutes, to pray for the church and to find a place of prayer. I'm going to covet your prayers tonight to pray for me. Um, so 1 Kings chapter 3, verses, 15, verses 5 through 14, a larger portion of Scripture. Uh, this is just as Solomon had been appointed king, and it says that Gibeon, the Lord, appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, ask, what shall I give you? So he said, basically, you know, the proverbial genie in the lamp. He said, you know, whatever you want, just ask. How many of you realize if, so, if God came to you and said that, you know, man, could you imagine all the things you might ask for? But it says, and Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son, speaking of himself, to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord, you have made your servant king instead of my father, David, but I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people, whom you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. And in verse 9 is the heart of his prayer. He says, therefore, give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked for long life of your, for yourself, nor have asked for riches for yourself, nor have asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice, behold, 
I, I have done according to your words. Man, it says, I have done, right? So he asked with a right motive and, for, and right heart, no selfishness, greed, or, or anything like that in his prayer. And it says, the moment he asked, the Lord says, it's done. And he says, I have given you, I have given you a wise and understanding heart so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall there be anyone like you to rise after you. And it's interesting because he didn't ask for that. He didn't ask for wisdom to be smarter than anybody else or, you know, be recognized as King you know, Solomon and all his wisdom. He just wanted to be uh, used by God, and, and he was just saying, Lord, give me the wisdom and understanding to do it. And it says, and I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings of your days. So if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your, David, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. So the prayer that Solomon prayed was not for personal gain or exaltation or anything of that nature. It was simply for wisdom and understanding to adequately lead that nation. And because if his motive was right, he got that, but he also got additional blessing that came along with it. And, and so that's really what I'd like to do tonight. You know, as I look at the coming year, I'd like to just spend some time, uh, you know, and I do this on my own, uh, but for those that came tonight, I wanted to spend some time simply asking God uh, for uh, his plan for the church, uh, wisdom for me as the pastor, that God would grant me the wisdom and understanding as I lead the church in the, in the years to come to, to make right, good choices for the people that call this their home. And, you know, I, I humbly... You know, I've done this for 23 years. And I have done my best to remain humble and make good choices. And in the days to come, I'm sure there are going to be choices that need to be made. And honestly, I don't, I, I didn't, I'm glad it's a small group, right? Because I don't ever want to be a spectacle. And I don't ever want to, but honestly, the reason I'm praying this tonight is because I, I don't, I, I want to make choices that are best for the people that count on this place every week that count on hearing from heaven. And so I'm asking, humbly recognizing the limitations I have as a human being, I really do ask humbly that, man, Lord, I need wisdom and, and guidance. I ask humbly recognizing some of the challenges we've faced over the last couple years financially and different difficult things that you, you have to deal with. But I do ask confidently, knowing upon whom we are calling uh, you know, when I say human limitations, it's not, old oh, poor me, I can't, I know he's going to answer, right? But he still says to ask. And so Paul gave us this model of how to pray when we pray like this, and we find it actually in Paul not praying for himself, but in praying for the church at Ephesus. So I want to read to you two sections of scripture before we jump into prayer tonight. When you're looking for wisdom and understanding and submitting yourself to Really, what is, you know, it's, it's really very similar to the prayer. It may, may not be as anguishing, but it's very similar to the prayer Jesus prayed when he was in the garden. He said, you know, not my will, but yours. 
And so it's a very selfless prayer. And here's what Paul prayed. He said, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Let the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Paul prayed several things there. He prayed, first of all, for wisdom and revelation, very similar to Solomon's prayer, but he prayed, you know, something interesting about that wisdom and knowledge. He prayed that that wisdom and knowledge would be seated in the revelation of Jesus. And, and I believe what he was saying there was, is that I want the wisdom and knowledge to make choices to make sure that I am in the center of where Jesus is and his, what his plan is for, for, and he was praying for them that they would make those choices. And then he prayed that that enlightenment would come where light has yet to be seen. You know, um, no matter how much we walk with the Lord and no matter how much we seek, there are always opportunities to see more, to understand and gain greater understanding. And so he prayed that enlightenment would come where light has yet to be seen. He also prayed that the hope of God's calling would be known and realized and so that we would step into the places that God is destined for us to be as a church. And then, and then he prayed that we would know the resources and power available to bring that to pass, that we would know that, we'd experience it. And then he prayed further in Ephesians chapter 3, let's read that, it says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant unto you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the breadth, the width, the length, the depth, and the height, and to the know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church, by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. And so Paul prayed some additional things here. He prayed that spiritual strength to perform the will of God would be manifest. You know, um, as a pastor, it takes strength at times, spiritual strength at times, because you can grow weary, you can grow tired, you can grow discouraged. And so um, he prayed that, you know, and, and that, that goes for anybody, not just a pastor. He was praying this for the believers there in Ephesus, that there would be spiritual strength to perform the will of God, right? Sometimes that requires a stirring up. Sometimes that requires um, a drawing from something greater than yourself to walk through that. And then he's prayed that, you're, that he said that you're, you would uh, be, he said you would have faith that would hold fast even in difficult times. He prayed that love would be the predominant thing, theme in everything you do. So, you know, uh, that, that love would always be the consideration, that others would always be first. And, that, and then last of all, to the end, that God would be the glory getter. You know, he'd be the one that gets all the glory. It says, to him be glory in the church. And so, with that in mind, I'd like for us to find, really, in just a moment here, I'm going to have Shannon just play and you can pray or worship or just be led. She's pretty good at that. It's nice to have a, a David in your church. Um, and so that in mind, I'd like for us to find a place of prayer for the next few minutes and pray for these things for me and for the church. 
So I'm going to be a little selfish. This is pastor's prayer list. Um, I, I, Megan's got it up there if you want to just leave it up there while we're praying. But number one, pray for me and for all those in, involved in making decisions for the church that we'd have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Number two, that Jesus would be the center of it all. That, that the goal would be to lift him up. That enlightenment where light has yet to be seen would be granted where it's needed. That God's calling for me and the church would be fulfilled. That we know, not just know of, but know, that word know, I talk about it a lot, is the word epignosis. That we would experience the resources available to fulfill his plan. That there'd be spiritual strength, that there'd be faith to hold fast. That love would be the predominant theme in all that we do. And that at the end of the day, God would get all the glory. And so I'm going to ask just for a few moments... I don't know how long we'll go. We'll just let the Spirit lead us. There tends to be a moment where we pray and then you enter in and then the Spirit lifts and you're done. So I'm just going to ask you to find your own personal place of prayer. I'm not going to lead you. I'm probably just going to kneel here at the altar and I'm going to pray And as Shannon uh, just uh, leads us in song and worship. And so let's just do that right now, Shannon, if you'll just lead us. If you want to sing some to lead us to start, that's fine. But uh, let's, let's pray for a few moments for our church, for the future, for me. As the pastor, selfishly, I ask and covet your prayers for that. Amen? Let's pray. Thank you. Every other voice is still. Every heart leans in until you speak. Like only you can speak. Everything we're longing for, the presence of the living God breathe like only you can breathe come and fill this room anything apart from you let it fall away let it fall away if it's not what you want Anything apart from you, let it fall away, let it fall away. Come and fill this room, anything apart from you, let it fall away, let it fall. It's not what you want to do anything apart from you let it fall away just fall every heart is open wide as your name God we lift it high here God we know you're And everything we're longing for, the presence of the living God, would you speak like only you can speak? Come and fill this room. Come and 
Father, we just come before you humbly as a group of believers representing all those that call this their home. And we just thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We thank you for helping us make wise choices that cause Jesus to be the center of everything we do and that he is lifted up and he is seen. We thank you for enlightenment where light is yet to be seen, for eyes being open to see clearly all the decisions you'd have us make in the future to fulfill your will and purpose for this group of believers. Thank you, Father, for the calling for this church being fulfilled, that we'd know the resources available for your plan, that we'd have the spiritual strength to walk it out and perform it, and that your spirit would supernaturally equip us to do as such, that we would have the faith to hold fast to the things you've spoken to our hearts, that love would be the predominant theme in all that we do, and that God, you would get all the glory. We just give you praise and thanks for that, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Can we sing that song through one time, Here's My Heart? I think you were, that's what you were playing, right? Let's just stand and sing that one time as just a underlining to what we pray tonight. Here is my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. anticipation and hope for all the great things you're going to do, all the lives you'll touch through each one of our ministries, each one of our hearts, and just pray, Father, you'd help us just be people of great love that values others, that lifts up Jesus and seeks no self-glory, but that you be glorified. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you all for coming out and praying with me tonight and for me tonight. I appreciate that. Um, a little different twist on the way we would normally do things, but um, just felt led to go that route, and I think we hit the mark. Amen. Amen. Let me pray a prayer blessing over you. Father, thank you for each person here. Thank you that you love them, you care about them, and that you've got a bright, bright future for them. You know the plans you have for them, and they are for blessing and good things. So I thank you that as we look to the coming year, we have anticipation of all the great things, all the joy would rise in our heart for the great things that you have in store for us and that that joy would produce strength 
to walk forward with anticipation and hope and faith. We give you praise and thanks for that, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you we can always count on that in your faithfulness. And we give you praise and thanks for all the good that you do through us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for coming out tonight. Happy New Year to you. And we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening to our Grace Family Church podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this message. If this ministry has blessed you in any way, we would love for you to get connected. Just go to gfcva.info to learn more about who we are, how to give to this ministry, or how you can get involved. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to see you soon.